What's up? Welcome back. Listen, y'all, this is another episode of the Government Points Podcast. I'm super excited about this one. Last week, we had to postpone it because y'all know the that service situation was going crazy. So I'm happy to bring it back. And now we have Jessica Gaskins, who's on the call with us today. She's at the SBA, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about her role and position and how they are helping small businesses through the support of the uh, the SBA. So without further ado, Jessica, how are you? How are you doing, Shakia? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, like I said, that we can hop on this call. But before we tap into it, would you mind telling us a little bit more about yourself? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Jessica Gaskins, and I am a procurement center representative supporting Area 3 Office of Government Contracting with the Small Business Administration. Okay. And a little bit about my background. So I won't go back to little girl status, uh, <laughs> but in my grown-up era, I joined the Department of Army, and I was a contract specialist nice. with the Department of Army for about 10 years, and during that time, I also had an opportunity to have a contracting officer's warrant, so I know what it's like to... Um, work on the procurement side. And then in 2019, I ran away to small <laughs> business administration and became a PCR. And um, I also got a chance to work in the size program as a size specialist. So nice. working on protests, I, um, you know, did a little bit like Dorothy and ran off to Oz, went back to the army was a contracting officer representative for a while <laughs> and then uh clicked my heels came home to SBA nice. and I'm a procurement center representative again oh so, okay so I was gonna say of all of those different roles you came back to the SBA so what was it that brought you back to SBA as a PCR well I really enjoy the work Nice. Uh, I get to use all of my contracting knowledge to help small businesses get a fair opportunity. So to me, that was a really great way to use all that knowledge I had amassed. Um, and it was a little bit different than writing the contracts. You don't get to see things when you write contracts. Um, <laughs> I remember the first time I saw like something I purchased and I was like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> It's bigger than a bread box. Yeah, for and, sure. And in this way, I get to, in real time, meet directly with people um, and help them and be a support to them. Got it. Now, this could be a new concept for people. So would you mind sharing with us what is a PCR? Okay. A Procurement Center representative or PCR is a person that supports federal procuring agencies, and we help them meet their small business goals. That's our, our mandate. We're under the authority of the Small Business Act, and so that's the way that SBA um, meets that mandate. Um, our, our, we're like the sword and shield part that helps agencies um, and protects the interests of the small business. So we spend time reviewing their procurement packages. Um, we'll help them with market research, let them know about firms that are 
um, capable of doing the work that are small businesses, right. also that they can make choices about whether they can set aside a procurement for small business or other socioeconomic categories. Nice. I, and I, I think that was um one of the components. I had no idea what a PCR was until I actually went to the SBA's website. Now, as a, a small business, um, how can a PCR assist like small businesses who are looking to get into the government contracting space? So we can help small businesses by... Um, giving you resources to help you grow your business or start your business. Because we spend a lot of time with the federal agencies, we can't market your business to them, mm, but okay. we'll help you find resources, lots of um, resource partners um, to help you grow your business. And then if you have contracting questions, so you want to learn more about the process in general, or you need guidance, or you have you're in the award phase and you now need help getting with payment issues or responding to a contracting officer, we're here to help you do that. Oh, okay. So it, it's basically, you already have the in and the connections to the age, to the departments. So mm -hmm. if you need some additional assistance with contacting them or getting in touch with people, that's where PCR kind of comes into play. Like yes. Nice. Okay. Um, and then from the other aspect of that, I know when I initially reached out, it was more of just can like can you tell me a little bit more about how to position our business? Would that be more of a service that you know uh, a PCR would focus on, or would we push to more of the resource partners? And then also, could you share a little bit more about some of the resource partners that you have as well? Okay. So. We would do a little bit of both. Okay. Um, if you, so part of my job is to know the small business specialists that work at the different department agencies, procuring okay. agencies. And so if you had a particular agency you want to reach out to, but you're not sure who to speak to next, we can help you find that small business specialist, give you their contact information, help you connect with them. Nice. So that's, um, part of the things that we can do. And then if you had other questions, for example, I need help with my SAM profile, or I need one-on-one -on -one counseling that's more business focused on growth. We'll try to direct you to your local um, small business development center okay. or um, the Apex Accelerator Network. They are focused on helping firms with federal government contract. So mm -hmm. they're helping to build your business so that you're ready um, for that federal award. And so we'll help you find them. And then also the small business um, administration's district offices, mm -hmm. they offer lots of free um, events and classes to help folks grow their businesses and learn more about some of the programs like the 8A program, which they administer. Got it. And that was one piece that I uh, we I didn't ask a question about, but considering the SBA has multiple different, you know, regional departments or districts, and how do you tap into those different resources? I think that was a good question. You know, basically, how do you tap into the resources available? Uh, would it be going directly to them from the regional aspect or would it be more of like a soft, you know, there's some type of introduction or communication that needs to happen? 
So SBA likes to be very open. You can reach out to us. Um, we are, uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised when people contact me because my name is on the website. Um, and so they publish um, at the district offices, the names of the folks that work there, how to get in contact with them. Um, and so any person can reach out to them. If you have a question for a program office, like the Women-Owned Small Business Program, they have a mailbox where you can reach out to them. So, you know, we are welcoming to to questions. You don't you don't have to have a secret in. Um, we want okay. you to reach out to us. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. What what's the secret? How do we get into this space? Oh, okay. And then another question I had was. Uh, because there are different regions and different people in charge of, um, you know, different PCRs in charge of different areas, how would, a, how would a small business identify who the PCR is for their area, for their regional area or district? So on sba.gov, you can use, I recommend using the search box for procurement center representative or PCR. So Papa Charlie Romeo. And you can find the the directory of all the PCRs, and it will tell you which agencies we support, and it'll give you our email address and our phone number. So you can reach out to us that way. And if you just generally want to talk to a PCR that's sitting in Florida, for example, you can go on the website, and it also splits us out by um, by state. And so you can reach out to us that way. And if you need a redirect, that's okay. Um, for example, you don't know who to reach out to. You can reach out to any one of us and we're one big network. So we will help you find the right person. I think I lost lost you there. Okay, there we go. Uh, can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. I was saying that was one other thing that I really liked about the website is in addition to showing the state, it shows which activities are covered. So is it the Air Force? Is it the Army? Is it EPA? Like which agencies you're actually working with? And then also the local attachments. I thought that was something cool because, you know, thinking about it from a federal standpoint, we typically just think big government, but we have federal federal agencies right in our own backyard. We have military installations within driving distance of where we are. So I'll, that was one one piece about this that, you know, really also excited me. I think we had a conversation about something, uh, one of the departments, um, well, Army Army Contracting Command. Yes. And I had no idea. I was like, wait, that's in Orlando? Like I can drive up there to these events and these meetings. So that was another piece um, that I, I really thought was helpful with that. So when it comes down to, you know, reaching out and connecting with your PCR, do you necessarily have to focus on the activities or the agencies that the PCR covers or would it be, you know, you can connect us with whoever we're looking for? Like you can just connect us to those people. Yes. So if you, for example, reach out to me and say, hey, I'm interested in um, reaching out to an agency that's in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Well, my colleague, she supports lots of agencies in Alabama. I would reach out to her and say, hey, you know, can I either do the soft handoff or can I have the contact information for the small business specialist there? Nice. Um, and then I would make sure that you have both that PCR's information and the small business specialist, because that's 
that's another way that you can make a connection. Okay. And also because she sees their work, she knows what they buy and would be able to sort of explain if, well, they only buy this particular sort of resource in, in bulk. So maybe okay. they're not the best one, but here are some others in my area that might um, okay. need the service you provide. Nice. Okay. I really like that one. Um, the other piece is based on a business, does it depend on which stage you're in? If you can reach out to the PCR or is it more of, you know, we're a service or a resource for all? We're a resource for all. Um, a good example, I had someone reach out to me. They didn't even have a business yet. They were still doing research into which industries that, you know, are popular with agencies in this area. They just moved to the area. And so we were able to talk about resources such as acquisition.gov. Mm -hmm. and um, the Federal Procurement Data System, or FPDS.gov. Um, and you are able to use those websites to do re market research, figure out who's buying what in the local area. Um, and so that was one way I could help. And then I also said, hey, reach out to your local uh, small business development center, because that's a place where you can get resources on actually starting a business and in particular ask more questions about businesses in Florida. And then I get the other side where um, you get a seasoned business. They've been doing business with the government for a while and they don't, the regulations change, right? Um, and so they didn't know that first tier subcontractors, for example, can now ask for past performance reviews from their primes. And that's how you can help build your, your portfolio of experience for past performance with the government. And so I offered the guidance, sent an email, offered them the guidance and, and offered my service. Hey, if you need to um, contact the prime or they want more information, they can reach out to me as well. So we'll help businesses at all stages. Someone said, do you have to be certified to get government contracts? You don't have to be certified. You just need to be registered in SAM. So the system for award management. Okay. Um, for most contracts, that's that's the baseline. Got it. Okay. So that that's it. You don't have to be certified. You have to be registered. We I think we talked about it before. The certifications are like that extra cherry on the top, right? Yes. <laughs> Being able to provide that value first is the primary, you know, focus. And they said, thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> um, and then the next question, what else did I have? Oh, what are some of the resources that, that are available for businesses who are getting started or want to learn more information about growing their business in the government? But it depends on the type of learner that you are. Uh, so we have, let me get this correct. It's learn.sba.gov. Okay. That's a free learning center that the SBA offers to, to give you some steps on getting your business started. So did you look into um, building your business plan did you look into the state thing, um, state requirements, et cetera? So that's a self-paced learning and it's free. 
And they also offer Ascent, um, A-S-C-E-N-T dot S-B-A dot gov. And that's for women that are interested in growing their business. And that's also self-paced. If you're looking for more one-on-one -on -one counseling, again, your local small business development center is a great resource. The Apex Accelerator Network. And if you're in Florida, the fptac.org is how you'll reach out to them. You can sign up for counseling. And your local SBA district office, again, offers free counseling and low cost. Um, and all of those resources will offer mostly free, maybe sometimes a low cost um, training event to help you build your business. Um, there are some other programs that are tailored to specific, specific persons. So for example, there's Boots to Business. So if you are a um, service member or service member spouse and you're getting ready to transition out, um, that's a great program that you can use to um, help you with starting a business. There's also Empower to Grow, and that used to be the SBA 7J program, and it is focused more on uh, businesses that are disadvantaged, so helping them, um, empowering them and providing resources to help them grow businesses. And the last one is the Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, Emerging Leaders, and that is designed for growth for um, high potential small businesses in underserved communities. So there are lots of resources, but all of those can be found by going to sba.gov. And you can either look for local resources. There's a search, uh, search box that you can look for the local resources. And there are several pages that are dedicated to those programs. Got it. So as you know, uh, everyone who typically tunes in, I always grab the links as they're speaking about them and dropping them in the chat on the YouTube link. So after this, if you're listening on Instagram, head on over to YouTube and you'll get access to all of the links for all of the different resources that Jessica just dropped. And then a uh, link to identify who the PCR is in your area, as well as the district offices for the SBA. So yes. head on over to the YouTube page after this. If you need the link, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and click on them, take a look at them and ask any additional questions that you may have. So we're going to give it some time right now to drop some questions as I wind down into my next one. Um, Let's see. So the next one is, oh, this is my, this is close to like my final question. So as a PCR, what does the typical process look like when a small business reaches out? So if I reached out, what would it, what would that process be like in terms of, do we schedule a meeting or what does that look like? It depends. So sometimes I get asked questions that can be answered with an email. So uh, where can I find usually, where can I find this resource or can you give me more information or guidance on this process? And if it's something that um, I can answer, I will give that answer <laughs> in, an, in an email right away. Or if I get a phone call 
and I, I'll call back and we'll have a quick discussion about what you're looking for. And then I try to follow up in writing. So you, you can find it later Thank on, you. right? <laughs> uh, but occasionally I will get requests to talk about capabilities. Mm -hmm. And if you're ready to do business with a particular agency or you want to talk more about what resources would be helpful to me at this stage, um, I like to set up capa virtual capability briefs and we'll talk about, well, where are you now? What's, what is your posture for growth? Where are you trying to go? And then I will offer resources to help um, more for you to consider like what you can do to help grow your business. Got so it. those are things that I like to do. Um, and to prepare for this capability briefing, is there anything that we should bring? Anything that we should email to you prior to the meeting? How how can we make this process seamless <laughs> for connecting with you? If you, uh, you can come as you are. <laughs> However, it's helpful. <laughs> I mean, it's helpful if you have a SAM profile, for example, giving your um, unique identifier or your cage code so that I can do a little research in advance on your on your SAM profile and what you're currently doing. Got it. It's good to know um, what your industry you're in or you're interested in. Um, it's also helpful to be ready to talk about your background and what you're what you're ready to do. If you have agencies you're already targeting, that's great. But if you don't, I still want to know, well, what are you, how are you interested in growing? What sort of resources would be helpful to you? Mm -hmm. um, and I can tailor that based on what you tell me. Nice. Okay. So having that up front will definitely give you a lot more, you know, time to take a look and, and tailor those resources. So we want to make sure we have that uh, uh, some information, at least the SAM profile up. So that way she can come, she can provide us some of the resources that are curated um, right. as well. But, but if you don't have one, that's okay too. Okay. We'll work with you. Okay. And uh, parting wisdom. Do you have any parting wisdom that you would like to leave for our businesses on the call? Oh, okay. So my, my platform since I've returned to SBA has really been about market research. Um, the first part of that is knowing yourself. So it's so important to know yourself and know the industry you're in. And you can use resources such as acquisition.gov. We've talked about um, use sam.gov to look at past, past announcements and awards and using, again, fpds.gov to look at past requirements. So again, knowing the, the industry you're in and how the agencies are procuring and what procurement cycle, you can get a lot of that information. Um, so that helps you focus because you, as small businesses, you don't have uh, a ton of time or 20 people sitting in the back room, you know, typing away to figure this out. So you want to focus your time. And then the second is please respond to market research requests from the agencies, um, such as sources sought and requests for information. If it's something that you're really interested in and capable of performing, the contracting officers are looking at that information so they can learn more about 
who's current in the industry, who's interested in my procurement, and that having more small businesses provide that information means that they can make a determination whether they can set aside for a small business or not. But they can't make the set aside without that information. So I'm really encouraging people to really um, reach out for the opportunities that they're really interested in. That's a big deal. I think we haven't talked much about that market research side. And I know I said that was the last question, but you brought up market research. And what does, what I guess in terms of just being able to respond to those sources sought is one component of it. But you mentioned how do we leverage FPDS or acquisition.gov as market research tools to help us make decisions to move forward or those different those different resources? Okay. Well, <laughs> Something that I like to do is if I see a new requirement out, I'll go back and use the search terms and the name of the acquisition to look them up in acquisition.gov or FPDS. And I'm looking for what contracts were previously awarded for this type of work. Um, ooh, it'll tell you who was awarded the contract. Um, it's right there. And so you can see it, if it's the same person for 20 years yeah. or if every cycle, every two to three years, they're going out and they're procuring it and someone else is, is winning. So if the industry is robust or not. Um, and so you're getting you're getting that picture. And maybe you'll find um, we were talking a little bit about this earlier. Sometimes the procurements are really big, <laughs> but right and so you might be looking at it and doing some research and you can get a picture of, well, who are the competitors now? Maybe these are some places I should reach out to, to tell them, hey, this is what I can do for you in support of this acquisition, either now or in the future. So when they're looking for teams the next time around, they can go, oh yeah, well, Shaquille, you know, I've been talking to her and they're doing some really great things in this arena and I can do that. So, yeah, I love that. I think that's one piece that we, we, we run away from a little bit is, you know, being able to leverage someone else's experience and someone else's team um, and just taking our, our piece of the pie. Cause a lot of times these opportunities are so big that that piece of that pie is actually a whole pie. If we being honest, <laughs> uh, it's multiple pies. So, uh, but it's usually we we kind of try to go for that prime opportunity when there can be multiple ways to go after these and just leveraging every single one of them is a big deal. So I thank you for that. I appreciate that. Okay, well, I didn't have, we didn't have any more questions in the chat. Uh, someone said this is very valuable information, resource, uh, research is so key. Thank you so much for the information and uh, they somewhat said this was the fastest link drop I ever seen. That's funny. Um, <laughs> from dropping the links in the chat, but you you were throwing out so many different resources, it made it easy. So definitely appreciate that. And I just want to say thank you again for joining the podcast. I know it was um, initially we were talking about it, and it took a little time for us to get on, but I really appreciate it, and I look forward to bringing you back. Uh, as well in the future to talk a little bit more about that market research piece specifically and really just how to zone in and just how to become a master market researcher. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, thank you for having me and I'm glad we got to speak again. Absolutely. Um, 
this turned out to be really, really fun. And um, <laughs> I'm appreciative that you're using your platform this way um, because it's providing a lot of information. Um, we're not gatekeeping the information for businesses yeah. to utilize. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, until the next episode, listen, if you're watching on Instagram, head over to the YouTube video to grab these links. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. Share this with a business owner who you know needs this information. And I will see y'all again next Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talk soon. Peace. Okay. Thank you.